everybody. This your girl, CC with Where It Begins Magazine. And I got a special guest on the line. I'm going to let him introduce himself, or who he is, and what he does. Um, hello, everybody. I'm Yuval. I'm helping people rediscover their body, their relationships, their relationships with themselves, their relationship with women, their relationship with God and spirit through the experiences they're having in their relationships and sexuality. Um, so you really are called a sex therapist kind of person no sex therapist oh. is someone who is a therapist meaning has some kind of um therapeutic background or certificate or something like that i'm not a therapist um if you really want to put it under a label it's more of a coach um, okay yeah i got you so what made you want to do this what made you get into it well, it um, kind of evolved. I came from a very religious Jewish background, and um, it's been my own journey of dealing with a lot of shame and guilt around sexuality and relating, and um, getting to the point in which I feel like sharing. I started sharing so it on social media, sharing my thoughts. People resonated with that, and it just started. But tell us a little bit about the background and your journey, because this is interesting. Like you go all around the world and you travel and you're teaching different people different things about sexuality. So tell us a little bit about it. What exactly do you want to know? You know, like when you're traveling, what are the things that you teach different people all over the world? Well, I teach people mainly online right now. And so uh, it really depends on what is the person inquiring into, but I work a lot with men around confidence, connecting and communicating with women in a way that is integrity, in a way that is healthy, in a way that is effective and beautiful and healing. Um, some men come to me with some sexual dysfunctions of all sorts. So as long as there is not something medical involved in that, usually there is something um, that comes from within that is probably surfacing out when they interact with women sexually. So we talk about that and I help them overcome um, whatever they're experiencing from premature ejaculation to erectile dysfunctions, to lack of confidence, to feeling that they need to perform, to performance anxiety and all sorts of arrays of things. Um, yeah. Well, what do you see yourself in the next couple of years? I really don't know. I don't have many plans. I'm uh, moving with the flow and uh, going to where I need to be. I'm changing all the time. Okay. So what has been your biggest goal so far though? What has been your biggest accomplishment? I tend to not have goals in life in general. I move with the flow and I do what is necessary for me to do. Accomplishments, I don't take credit for anything that I'm doing. It's all the work of reality and existence and God and whatever is coming through me. I don't take any credit for that. So I don't know, goals, accomplishments, I don't know. People seem to love my content and love working with me. Yeah. And you also have a school, right? I was reading up on like a central school that you do. Yeah, I have an online course that I've created that um, I piled in 
everything that I learned over the years um, on sexuality and relating and how to do so beautifully and in a healing way. There was a lot of demonstrations there and a lot of practices um, from sexual transmutation, how to work with sexual energy and redirect it effectively in life to sensual massages and all kinds of incredible practices that you can do in the bedroom with your partner. Well, I had some people online ask me a few questions, so I would love to ask these questions to you. So one person wanted to know, um, what do you suggest for a couple where the person has a higher sex drive than others? That's a good question. They're, it's pretty common to have this experience. And really, there are a few things to do. Now, first of all, what is sex drive? And a lot of times we look at sexual energy and sexual drive and we don't really understand what it is. So it's a pretty broad um, description for something that can mean a lot of different things. Sometimes we, for a certain period of time, feel a little bit low libido and that's totally natural. Maybe something stressful at work, maybe some project we are part of, maybe, you know, can be one reason. Sometimes there is some hormonal change in the body, something that's can be properly checked, maybe not enough sleep, not good food, not enough exercise. So we have low libido as well. So a physical uh, reaction can be a low libido. Some other reasons can be just entering a very long relationship. And sometimes the passion kind of dies out a little bit. If both of the of sides are not making conscious efforts to keep the fire going and reinvent and keep keep curious and keep things exciting. Okay. And so there can be many reasons, and I don't know exactly what is going on with this specific couple, but there are few things to do in the in such a situation. One thing that you can do, obviously, is to have an honest conversation about it. First thing to do is to have an honest conversation about it. Figure out, hey, what do I want? What do you want? Can we reach any solution with that? You know, like how can we? help each other and maybe you will come to the understanding try to keep the conversation really honest and really open and maybe you'll get to an understanding that's I don't know maybe the relationship doesn't work anymore maybe the relationship can continue working but in a different dynamic maybe you can open up your relationship sometimes as little as just spicing things up like going to like a sex shop or adding some sex toys or doing certain things making sure that there is enough space you know, and the foreplay is starting way before we are starting to orgasm can be enough. But sometimes there has to be something deeper than that. Um, a little bit hard to give a full answer for some someone that I don't really know the entire story of the relationship. But I would start from really honest and open conversation. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. So the next question is, what sexual advice would you give to couples trying to recover from cheating? Mm, that's an amazing question. Wow. I think that generally cheating in our culture is being looked down upon as the most horrifying thing that can happen in a relationship. A lot of couples are breaking up when there is infidelity in the relationship. And honestly, there is no reason to, you know, it's not an advised activity, you know, it's much better to be honest with your partner and cheating is not something good that you want to do in your relationship no doubt it's hurtful 
it's dishonest, uh-huh. it's bad energy for both sides, you're hurting everybody and it's violent. But <clears throat> once it has been done, we have to understand, put ourselves in each other's shoes. There are a lot of reasons that people cheat. And more often than not, that doesn't necessarily mean that doesn't happen because they stop loving their current partner. It can be something as simple as just the heat of the moment with someone that just happened. It can be something as just, I don't know, another kind of fling that happened and infuse them with excitement and they just followed. It can be all kinds of things. Coming into the interaction with compassion toward each other, trying as much as possible to put my hurt and my ego on the side. And coming to the interaction, really trying to compassionately understand what made my partner go and seek this somewhere else and try to talk about it. Really have an open and honest discussion. That's the most healing thing that you can ever do. And when you do that, I would highly recommend checking out nonviolent communication. Um, that would be a very st- good starting point of really how to engage in that honest dialogue together in a way that is not based on blaming and justifying each other, but rather in an effective way that comes from the heart and is really trying to figure out what is missing emotionally for each side. So we can come into a stronger intimacy, stronger understanding. And really when you do so, you start seeing this challenge that came up in your relationship, which is no doubt a very challenging thing to deal with you will start to see it as more of a blessing than curse. Wherever your relationship is going from here, whatever you will realize and understand through this honest discussion that you will have, whatever it will be, you will start to see that it's a blessing because it will help you create more clarity, deeper intimacy, better connection, and also strengthen you as a person. Okay, okay. Okay, so the next question is, what's your opinion on masturbation? My opinion on masturbation? This is a very broad <laughs> what, what kind of opinion I supposed to have on people's masturbating? Well, I guess it's, they wanted to know, like, is it wrong to masturbate more than five times a week? Was the question that was asked for me. Wrong is definitely not. There is no, you know, um, governing force that is uh, waiting for you to burn you in hell if you're going to masturbate. It's fine. No? Yes. It's definitely not wrong. Um, the only measurement of which you want to see if such activity in your life, whether it's masturbation or anything else, is good or bad for you, you know, harmful or positive for you, is just by your own standards. You look at yourself and you see is masturbating five times a week somehow affect me negatively? Maybe my productivity, maybe I feel if it's a man, so maybe ejaculating five times a week can make you feel a little bit low in energy. So maybe that can be effective. Maybe it's affecting your relationship with women because when you masturbate and ejaculate, you don't feel as aroused and as potent when you connect with women. So I don't know, you test with yourself. For some people, it can be incredible. You know, they have a low, very high sex drive and they don't feel really depleted of energy when they just do it, you know? 
Um, but if it's something that is that you feel is too much for you, then consider trying something else. Again, if it's a, if you were speaking with a man here, which I would presume we are, because men have more guilt around masturbating in our uh, culture these days, because all these ideas of no fat and you know either things that we attach to our psyche from re from religion, from growing from where we grew up, either it's from the no fat movement that became really popular these days. I would highly recommend engaging in a self-pleasure activity that includes masturbation, but does not necessarily include ejaculation. A lot of times there is a lot of sexual tension building in the body. Sexual energy is a life force. It's a beautiful peak wow. state of hormones that is being awakened in your body. It's a wonderful thing. You can lie down, you know, and really pleasure yourself. Not like a quick and run kind of thing. Just like really take your time to, you know, to masturbate. Look at how women masturbate, you know, and Take your time to touch yourself everywhere, to explore what you like, what you don't like. Take your time, get yourself almost to the point of ejaculating, but relax, breathe, consciously move the energy from your cock to your, through your spine and through your head and around your body. Do it a few times and don't ejaculate, just leave it, leave it be. Lay down there, relax, and you'll see that your entire day is being infused with more energy and more um, potency. Again, okay. there is no shame in masturbating and ejaculating as many times as you want. There is nothing wrong with us. Just explore what works for you. And if you feel that you're ejaculating more than what you would like to, and that depletes your energy or hurt your, you know, effectivity or hurt your um, productivity in any way, then you should consider trying different things and experimenting with your sex sexuality and sexual energy. I got, I got three more questions for you. So the next one, oh, I like this one. Okay, so what's the difference between climaxing and orgasm? Between climax and orgasm? Yes, what's the difference between the two? You mean in a female, in a female body or in a, in a male body? Well, both. What's the difference? I mean, really, there is not much of a difference. It's just two different words. I think the more important question to ask is, is there one type of orgasm? Is there ah. just one thing that is an orgasm? And truth is definitely not. Women can have more than 13 different types of orgasms and can potentially orgasm from anywhere in their pelvic floor, pretty much, sometimes from the nipples, really? throat. Yes. Um, men as well can have many different types of orgasm from non-ejaculatory orgasm, from to a full body orgasm to a prostate orgasm. Um, and so orgasm and climax, it's not one thing. What is um, makes a difference is there are two main types of orgasms. There is a, an explosive and an implosive orgasm. Explosive huh. orgasm is the orgasm that we usually refer to ejaculate, ejaculatory orgasm with men and climatory orgasm for women, which usually comes from a combination of penetration and clitoris, uh, clitoral stimulation. And that explosive orgasm includes building up of sexual tension and then a clear release of that tension. That's the usual orgasm that we are referring to. But there, are, there is an array of other orgasms that are implosive that can include many other you know, body parts. 
erogenous zones. There are orgasms that can come from the G spot, from the A spot, from the P spot, from the cervix, from pretty much anywhere in the in the pelvic floor, and doesn't necessarily include that body part, but can be a full body as well. Um, and so there are many, many different types and varieties of orgasms. Okay, okay, okay. So the next question is, um, is it common for urban myth to be true? You know, things like blue balls, are those true things? Because you know, that, that's what people use, but is it really true from that kind of myth, urban myth? No, you don't really get your balls becoming blue. It can be, <laughs> it can be potentially a little, you can experience some pain if you haven't ejaculated for a long time or you were about to and you didn't. Usually, um, mostly when you really wanted to and didn't. That's in my experience um, is causing some pain in the, in the balls. Um, but um, yeah, it's not, um, it's not a very shared reality or something that is dangerous or anything like that. So not really. Mm, so if men go along, what you're saying is when men go a long period without having like an orgasm or anything like that, it do cause pain for them? If you don't redirect that sexual energy elsewhere, it can potentially be you can experience some discomfort or some pain, which is not dangerous or anything uh, bad like that. But yes, it's really important if you consciously go certain periods of time without ejaculating to have a proper way to redirect that energy to other places, either find a way to pleasure yourself and then don't ejaculate. So move that energy in the body through breathing, through consciously feeling that sexual energy in your body and redirecting it to creativity, to your work, to, you know, activities with your other activities with your partner, but do things that redirect that energy because yes, when it's being concentrated too much in the growings, it can potentially for some people cause a little bit of pain. It's not dangerous. It's not going to make them blue, but yeah, it's a, it's a reality. I got you. I got you. So the program that you do, um, you do online, right? I work with people in various ways. Ways I have an online course that people can find on my website. There is also work one-on-one -on -one with me that is on longer periods of time. It's just me and the client. There are also um, programs that I run once a week. There is one that just started a few days ago, um, which is a group setting for men. Um, yeah, you can find the information on my website or just. Um, so how do you demonstrate that online? Like you just have a Zoom class. Um, like what's the different programs that you teach? Because I know you say you have one coming up, a program that you have coming up. What is that program? So this is a program that just started. It's a four-month okay. program. It's a group setting. Uh, there is a group of men. There is a Facebook group. There is Zoom calls once a week. And we explore on a variety of topics from um, the mechanisms of self, the philosophy of self-surrender and the spiritual paths. And um, we talk about inner freedom. Then we move on to talk about intimacy, communication, um, healing women through your touch and through your presence, um, meeting God through sex and a variety of other topics. Um, yeah. Okay. 
So did you have to take classes for this? Or you just, this is just something that you learned during your, um, just in life in general? I mean, both. I have been participating in retreats, studied under different teachers, um, never been certified in anything particular, um, read a lot of books, did a lot of research, tried a lot of things experientially. I don't teach anything that I haven't experienced myself, that I haven't experimented with myself. I was just reading books, find something interesting and bring it. I try to make it as authentic and direct as possible for my own personal experiences. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, is there anything exclusive you could give us today before we get off? Exclusive, like what? Anything, anything you want to share, anything you want to share with the audience? Well, just something that come on, on the top of my head. <clears throat> Sexual energy is something we don't put enough attention on. And when you think about it, what really is that force that is moving through our body makes us seek connection with other people? Oh. It's the same force that is moving through the entire the entirety of existence from cellular level to the molecular level to the um, biological level to the conscious level on every level everything tries to seek unity this is how this existence came to be from one cell beings to two cell beings boom biology you know from two cell beings to you know animals to conscious beings boom human humans you know everything seeks unity and that same force that moves evolution forward is the force that is moving through your body and help you have you seeking that intimacy the connection the unity this is a powerful life force you know where you really acknowledge that beauty of how life moves through you in seeking connection you get to treat it with more ownership with more respect with more acknowledgement with more gratitude and share it with people that you feel really resonate with you. And when you do share it with a partner, treat it as a beautiful treasure that it is, you know, share it in a way that is open, that is honest, that is loving, that is healing. Um, and you can meet, uh, yeah, you can have direct experiences of really beautiful states of being through that unity with someone else. Okay, okay. Do you do you do you think it's just a mind thing though? You know, do you think that people can really go, I guess, years and years without it? It's just like a mind control thing. Some people give up sex and go to live in a monastery and become Buddhist monks or something. Um, but why? <laughs> why giving up it? <laughs> well, you know, like back in the day, people used to go years you know, without sex until they got married or, or, you know, well, people don't do that anymore. But back in the day, you know how the thing was, you can't have sex until you get married. So let's just say, for example, that person didn't get ma married until they were 40 years of age. Then they went all 40 years of not having sexual intercourse. Physical perspective, it's not really healthy to go without ejaculating for years, for example. Um, it's a natural process of the body. It's there for a reason, and so is sexual desire. 
if some people choose to go and become monks and go to the monastery, they have very specific regiments and disciplines that help them, you know, let go of sen um, let go of sexual desires, let go of attachments and things like that. But for most people, yes, it's going to be really difficult to not go. But why would like, why would anyone want to do that? Like, why is it even a question? I don't understand. <laughs> Well, I guess I just asked it because I'm in a lot of groups and some women I'll be standing there, they'd be like, yeah, it's time for me to give it up. You know, I'm going to be absent and I'm just not going to do it no more. You know, so I was just like, oh, you know, I just wanted to ask that question. Mm -hmm. What so you maybe, think about it? Maybe what really the question is, I think what I hear is some people feel that there is a lot of confusion or heartache and things that are resulting in their life from their sex life. And they sometimes get to the point in which, oh, I just would never want to do it again. Just let me be absent for a while. And I think there are two main things you can talk about here. One is if this is the experiences that you're getting in your sexual life, don't ask what's wrong with having sex. Ask what is wrong with how I am communicating sexually with other people and how I can potentially do it better because oh. sex life can be the most incredible, beautiful journey that you've ever had in your life. The second thing is it's okay to be absent for certain periods of time. Sometimes after a relationship, you need some healing, you need some time alone. It's really beautiful to take some time and be celibate. I've did it many times in my life for extended periods of time, sometimes a few months. Just to be alone, to be with myself, to go inwards, to meditate, to spend time on my my work and my projects and just be alone. You know, so I can prepare myself and be ready for something else to come. So this is also something you can do. So I think the question is not really can people go without because whatever, yes, maybe, no. But what makes someone wants to go without? This is really the question that I would ask myself. Like, oh, I want to not have sex anymore. What makes me say that? You know, like why, what's so hurtful or damaging or confusing in my current sex life that makes me want to give it up, you know? I got you. Okay, well, thanks for expressing that. I got you, I got you. But before we get off, please tell everybody where they can follow you. So either on my Facebook, Yuval Man with double with one N, just a man, Yuval Man, or on Instagram, Yuvalman.s. It's also my website, Yuvalman.com, which you can reach out to me. But uh, yeah. I definitely want to check out one of your classes. So I'm gonna go on there and see what you got. Because I want to check it out. I I I'm really interested to see how you teach these classes and you know how you demonstrate it. So I just definitely gonna get on one of your classes and share it. Absolutely. Well, thanks for interviewing with us today. I sure enjoyed you. <laughs> I think this is a topic that everybody loves to talk on, you know. So indeed. Thanks. All right. Mine. Well, you have a bless. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I said pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Well, you have a blessed night and you enjoy. You too. All right.